What's up, cool kids? We are back with another episode of the Power in Pros podcast. I Let me tell y'all, I'm feeling so much better these days and getting to a new state of myself. If you've been listening for a while, then you know your girl has been going through some changes and some rearranges. And a lot of times when things are shifting, changing, moving, grooving at a speed or a pace that you're not used to, or things are happening and unfolding in a way that you weren't prepared for, or you thought you weren't prepared for, it can be really overwhelming. And that's how your girl has felt. But uh, I don't know, I'm feeling... I got a little charge in my back, you know? And so I am just very, very, very thankful for everybody who has been rocking with the show um, as I've been continuing to like show up here on this platform and all the things. And I'm also thankful for God. Let me tell y'all about G-O-D. I was a beefing with God, like heavy beefing with God. And I think we'll all get to those points where we'll have some conflicts in relationships because that's just inherent. Any relationship that you have, it's unavoidable. There's going to be some conflict. But there is a difference between having conflicts and having beef. And I had big beef (laughs) with God. And I was like, oh, like you really are doing me dirty out here. Like I have a couple of things to say, like what's up? And there were times when actually I didn't want to talk to him at all. And I have an episode about that how to talk to God when you don't want to talk to God. So you can find that one. And it has a couple of tips in there. But there really are going to be moments when you just have hit a rift in the road. And you're like, there is no way forward. And what I learned in my most recent beef (laughs) with God is that beefing with God is one-sided, bro. So let me explain. Conflict can be defined as a condition in which a person experiences a clash of opposing wishes or needs. So you can have conflicts with data. If you're getting data and store hours on a website say one thing, but when you pull up, the gates down, door closed, lights off, that's a conflict because the website said they open and you pulled up within those hours and nobody's there. You can also have conflicts with different values. If you're working in Excel and you have, you know what I'm saying, a little data table going on, you can have conflict there. And when you try to add something, it's going to be, there's a problem with the formula that you put in because something's conflicting with each other. But beef is totally different. Beef is constituted as a complaint. Complaints are void of conversation. They're usually stated without attempts to resolve the issue. It's just a blanket complaint. And it can also mean being dissatisfied or disagreeing with someone. So when you have two opposing wishes or needs and you experience that, that's a conflict, right? But conflict, there's a solution. There's a means, there's an end that you're trying to get to. A beef It's just a complaint. Complaints are just thrown out there. You're not trying to look for a resolution. You're not trying to solve anything. It just is what it is. And beefs need a few things to form. And I think if we look at what beefs need to form, it'll really help us to see that beefs are one-sided when you call yourself beefing with God. And I think it's a really good thing to take stock of this because 
We need constant communication with God. We need constant communication with God so we can communicate with ourselves, so we can communicate with the people around us. And when we don't have an accurate understanding of how God wants to communicate back, it can cause us to not want to talk to him. It can cause us to talk to ourselves in a way that he wouldn't even talk to us. And now we beefing with us and everybody around us when really we're sad, we're hurt, we're scared that God's beefing with us, that he has a complaint or an issue. When really there's a conflict, which again is two opposing wishes or needs. So God may need you to take a step back from something for a season and you wanted to move forward in that thing during this season. And so that's a conflict, but conflict can be resolved and it can be resolved in a healthy way. But when we don't recognize that, we just be beefing and then we can't walk in our purpose. We can't own our power. We can't stand in what we need to do because we think God beefing back with us and that ain't how he work. So there are a few things that beefs need to form. The first thing, lack of compassion and a soul focus on self. That is not the character of God. God is he is compassion. Like he has the utmost compassion, which is why we get Jesus down for us. That's why we get the Holy Spirit um, advocating on our behalf. That's why God has so many things to be focused on, but he's always willing to be focused on you at any time, whatever you need, no matter how small it is. You could lose a back to your earring and pray about it. And God is going to be like, mm, yeah, this is tough. Like you got to leave the house. Like, you know, like he's going to be in that thing with you. If you are facing cancer and you praying about that, he's going to be with you in that prayer in that moment. And so while he wants us to do things that bring him glory, he wants his glory to shine through each of us, which is why our purpose is different. Our shape, our form is different. How we communicate with people is different. What we feel we're purpose to do, right? All of that is different, but the purpose is to bring him glory. But within that process, it's not cookie cutter. It's not going to be straightforward all the time. There are going to be bumps and things that we encounter along the road. And with those encounters, we have a compassionate God that is backing us each step of the way. And so while beefs need lack of compassion to form, you focus completely on yourself. You are talking about what the other person did wrong. You're not owning anything for you. You feel that you're voicing everything perfectly and they're not saying anything back. And that's what I was saying. I was like, I'm praying, I'm reading, I'm fasting, I'm showing up, I'm doing all these things. And I feel like God is on mute. Like he's not giving me what I need. And God is like, that's crazy. I'm with you every day, all day, every step of the way. That's what I do. I don't get off of my job in doing that for you. That is my job to be there for you, which is why I'm God. And so he can't beef with us because he always is going to have compassion and he's always going to um, focus on you, even though in that focus, he wants to get glory from your life. Beefs also require a lack of communication. Let me tell you, there are plenty of moments and times where I was not praying. <laughs> there were times when I wasn't showing up in the appointments that I feel like me and God regularly had. There were times when I was like, the Bible today, can't read it. And I was telling myself, I was communicating, but I wasn't communicating properly. And I wasn't communicating with who I needed to communicate with. What I was doing was telling myself that 
things aren't going to get better. I was telling myself that things aren't going to work out right. And so I'm now having an internal beef, an internal turmoil with myself because I'm not going to the one who created me and allowing him to speak life into me. Do you know how important that is? You need God to remind you who you are. You need God to remind you, hey, this is happening, but it's going to work for your good. I promise you that. That's what I do. That's how I deliver. I am working through you. So it has to be good for you because that's how people can see the glory for me, right? And so when you don't have that communication with him, you lose sight of the plot. And again, you have that focus on self. So you get that woe is me. You get that I messed up. I did this one thing that one time. And so that's why things aren't working out. Or these people have these skills or these assets and I don't. And so I guess I'm just doomed with this scenario, X, Y, Z, right? And uh, communication is happening. But it's the lack of communication with the party that actually has the keys and the insight that you need to make things better. And so that stirs the pot of the beef because... You're communicating. When you think about it, if you're if you're beefing with an actual person, you that's what we do. We gossip. We talk to other people that aren't really involved about what's going on. But the actual person that we're beefing with, we don't communicate with them. And so we are able to do the next thing that beefs need to form, which is persistently and committedly hold a grudge. Let me tell you, if you want to know if you're beefing with God, you need to seek if you are holding a grudge. If you want things to change and they haven't changed, if you are praying about a certain thing, you want a certain family member and you to get on a better page, you're looking for a new job, you want to move to a new city, you and your boo not seeing eye to eye, whatever it is, and that situation has yet to change. And then now somebody's talking to you about God and how you talk back about him has changed. You are probably holding a grudge. And if you're holding a grudge, that's perfect grounds to have a beef. Conflict, again, is an opposing wish or need. And they're going to clash. There are going to be points where we're going to talk about and what you're talking about to totally different things. What he's requiring and what you will require of yourself, this circumstance, this moment, two different things. What you would say to you, to Pharaoh, to whoever, and what God is telling you to say, two different things. So a conflict is going to bring up those opposing forces. But the opposing forces aren't enemies of each other. They're not to take each other out. We are called to submit, sure. And that submission is, again, for our benefit, for the benefit of those around us, and for God's glory. And so there are going to be moments where God is calling you to be nice to your mama, and your mama is pissing you off. <laughs> but that is to, that can help you when you're at work and you need to be nice to your boss and your boss is pissing you off, right? And so that also helps down the line as you have family and you have your entire family unit intact for the things that your kids are going to need and they want their grandparents in their life, right? So there are things that we can't even see. And with God's vastness and how big he is, how all-knowing he is, how loving he is, he can see it. And so there might be a conflict at the moment 
on what he's requiring you to do, what he needs from you, and what you feel that you need from him and what you are require of him. However, you aren't making yourself an enemy of God and he's not making himself an enemy of you. When you get into that beef territory, you're lacking compassion. You remove conversation. You're persistently and committed to holding a grudge, not seeing what the other person's talking about, not reading your word, not putting in the work and the effort to say, okay, there's a, another narrative here that I'm missing and it might take me some time to see it, but I can see it if I put in the work. Without doing that, you get into a state where you just complain, 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 complain. And there's a book in the Bible called Lamentations. A lament is a, a formal complaint to God. Is you saying, hey, I'm dissatisfied. <laughs> I don't like this thing. I don't whatever. But I think a lament is different from a beef because one, you're still putting reverence and some respect on who God is, which is why you're lamenting to him in the first place. You're saying, hey, I don't like nothing that's going on right now. And I know that you're in control of that. And so I'm going to come to you as your child and tell you what's up, tell you what's tea, tell you how I feel, tell you how I wish this was over, tell you how I wish I never was in this predicament in the first place. And you give him everything and you can be real, which is what we talk about. You can be transparent. You can be your authentic self. You don't have to sugarcoat, right? So all of those things are present in a lament. But what's also present and what gets you to press forward anyway is reverencing that God is indeed God. When you get in that beef territory, you're like, you can't be God. Because if you was, you would have remembered me and you would have came through for me in a different way than I think you're coming through for me right now. And that is dangerous, y'all. It can get you into just mindsets that... God's like, I don't even want you to experience that. Like, what's happening? How we get here? And you're there because you don't have an accurate view of the conflicts that you have going on. And so the power tool is to get you some conflict resolution. There are plenty of ways that we can resolve conflicts. And I could bring them up right here, right now. Typically, I would, right? But I think because we're talking about God and we're talking about these specific struggles that we have on our journey or just in discovering ourselves and discovering our voices and speaking out. I think that resolving conflict as it pertains to your relationship with God is going to be so tailored and so unique. One, based on your comfortability level with him. Two, based on how you think you hear from him, how he might be talking to you different in this season than he has ever talked to you before. That's happened to me. And so Usually, I would have all the tips lined out, but it might be a space just for you to actually go to him and ask, how do we resolve this? I might not even get your point. Can you explain your point to me? Because I feel the tension. I feel the conflict. I feel not as excited when I go to prayer, but I'm not even exactly sure why. I just feel like things aren't working. So can you meet me halfway and kind of walk me through my feelings? And you can't do that with a person. If you go to a person and there's conflict, if you go to a person and you're not seeing eye to eye, you can't ask your boss, hey, I feel some tension. Can you tell me how I feel about the tension? They're going to be like, girl, you tell me. That's what this one-on-one is for, right? You can't go to your sibling and say, hey, that was weird. What's going on here? And can you tell me why I feel this way? They can infer, they can guess. The longer they know you, the guess might be more accurate. But God 
can get to the roots of the matter. And he's the only being, the only source that's able to do that. And so I think it is so beautiful and so unique that in our conflict with God, in our times of tension, in those moments when we're confused or things don't make sense, we can actually go to him and say, hey, tell me what's wrong (laughs) on your end and on my end. Like he can literally be the mediator and the person on the other side of what you need. And he can comfort you and walk you through the steps that he's going to outline for you. He can do it all. And that is so unique. And so I want us to take advantage of the fact that if you found yourself beefing with God, you also have your mediators number, (laughs) you know, their name, you know, where you can meet them at. You have your comforter, You have your person who, if you're crying, you're down, you're out, they're going to be there to wipe the tears. God is literally all of that wrapped in one. So while beefing with God is one-sided and he can have you looking real goofy because he don't play the same type of games that we play. (laughs) He don't talk the same language that we talk. And the way that he going to flex on us is a way that we'll never be able to match. He also is a God where if you're beefing with him, it can end in an instant because that's never his goal his goal is never to not show us compassion to not extend us grace to not see us reach our full potential to not want to speak life into us when you are beefing with somebody and they have decided y'all enemies y'all arch nemesis if you watch any cartoon right they're never reaching a point the enemy may have a little soft moment and it seems like they're connecting. I'm actually thinking about an episode of Kim Possible where her and the dude that she's be beefing with, it was like he had a little sweet moment and her and Ron was like, aw. And then he literally like shot up their car or something right after that, right? It's like his goal is never to be on their side. And so when you're beefing with people like that, where like they have decided that y'all are never going to be on the same team, y'all never seeing eye to eye, that is really, really, really tough. It's exhausting. And it seems like there's no way out. If there is a way, it's a harder way to get to that way, right? But when you are talking about the God of the heavens and the earth, the God that made you, the God that knows your complete past, and he knows everything about your future, he's the best person to beef with. Because as soon as you realize that you're even beefing him in the first place, you know, sometimes we hold grudges and we hold things in our heart and we don't even realize that we're doing it. And then we look up, we listen to a podcast, we watch a video, and be like, dang, I relate to that. That's me. And when it's a person, they have more offense in their heart, right? You've questioned their ego, all of these things. God does not need us to affirm who he is. He knows who he is. He walks fully in who he is each and every day. So as soon as we come into alignment with who he is, as soon as we affirm that for ourselves, he's like, exactly. Okay, now we can work. Now we can talk, right? And you are more opened up to hear what he has to say, to notice the different ways that he's talking to you, to be able to move forward from a place of sorrow and woe is me and this is never going to work out, to having a spirit of lightness and being able to move forward um, creatively and thinking on your feet and being like, okay, this is all happening. It's happening different or it's happening at a different pace or whatever it may be, but it is taking place. So I ain't, as a person who has before God, 
I'm not saying <laughs> that it's the recommended path to get things done. I think it can waste a lot of energy. It can have you questioning things about your faith, questioning things about yourself. And so it's not the healthiest path. Okay. I want to go on record in saying that. However, beefing with God is the best person. If you're going to beef with anybody, I believe beefing. I ain't saying going to war with God. It's a totally different thing. But having discontentment, have being dissatisfied with God is the best spirit to be dissatisfied with because he understands where the dissatisfaction comes from. And he knows what you need to get you to a place where y'all are seeing eye to eye, where you're moving in one step with each other, where you're understanding what's next. And even if you don't understand what's next, you understand that he got you and you got him. The best person to beef with. And so if you are finding yourself disgruntled, out of sorts, you're not sure what you're going to do. You are not talking to God as much as you should. And anything I have said has resonated with you. And you're like, yeah, conflict happens. One, I want to affirm. You're going to get conflict even with God. Even with God. You are going to get conflict. There are going to be things that rub up against your experience, that rub up against everything that you know, that rub up against what you want to happen and it's going to be in direct opposition what you feel the spirit is telling you what you feel that God wants you to do or what you read in your word with a sermon that you hear however God always has your best interests at heart and so when you move with that compassion when you move with conversation actually taking place and you decide you want to let the grudge go you might not be able to do it at the moment you think about it, but you decide that you're not going to be committed to having the grudge, God can do some work and he'll meet you where you are. There are plenty of people in the Bible who they needed a little help, you know what I'm saying, to get where they were and they couldn't go the full mile on their own. They were like, hey, this is where I am and these people are about to take my sons. Hey, this is where I am and I'm blind. Hey, this is where I am and I don't believe that you were raised from the dead. I need to feel the nail holes myself. Hey, I'm not sure how we're going to feed these people. We only have some fish and a little piece of bread. Hey, I am lame. I can't walk, right? All of these things people just simply stated where they were. There was conflict because they wanted to be somewhere else, but they decided that God was God enough, Jesus was Jesus enough, the spirit was spirit enough that they could go to God about it and maybe, just maybe, something would change. And so I want to offer and leave that with you. Your feelings aren't always going to be peachy keen. Everything God tells you, you ain't always going to immediately agree with. And I think he welcomes that. That's how we get stronger in our faith. That's how when other people talk to us about God, we'll be able to keep it real and funky with them because we ain't just acting like everything is just rainbows because you're like, oh, I believe in Jesus, right? However, you are able to move from a true place of conviction because you took it there with him. And you'll know once you get to the other side, like, no, God walked me through that whole thing. So when you feel better, you'll actually be better instead of just saying you're better for better sake. So I hope that this was helpful. And I'm really looking forward to a summer series idea that I have in mind. 
um, and just sharing all these creative things that I've been thinking about while I was in my little spells and talking to God and then talking to myself and not talking to God and talking to myself and talking to my friends and all the things. So I'm excited for all the things to come and you can keep up with those things by following us on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast. You can also subscribe to the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter, which is my newsletter that I send out every week for additional encouragement on your walk with Christ. You can also follow your girl on TikTok at Zest of Desk. I'm sharing a little bit more about my entrepreneurship journey there on my personal page. And so if you want to keep up, all the links are in the show notes. And I can't wait to connect with you. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros. Till next time. Bye, y'all.